Hello and welcome to Orvato's Catholic Podcast, the show where two Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. We are your hosts, Gustavo and Walter, and uh, Happy New Year. Welcome yeah, to happy. episode 95. Happy New Year, people. Hope it was a good one. We made it. We are I'm alive. still celebrating, by the way, so yeah. cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to you. Uh, what's that beer that you're drinking? Uh, the Joy Bus. The Joy Bus. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, John gave it to us one time. Or Ivan. Oh, this, okay, okay, this okay. bad boy right Hefeweizen? Yes. Nice. Orange wheat. So good. So nice. refreshing. T- kind of tastes like soda, so it goes down pretty, pretty quick. So you got <laughs> to remember that you're drinking beer. Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I made myself a Ferrari, which is um, half Campari, half... Um, Fernet Branca, did mm. <clears throat> Steve? Really good. Nice. A, a sipper for sure. Um, I'm feeling really warm right now, so it's probably <laughs> that. <laughs> so if I start slurring, my accent gets thicker as the episode <clears throat> goes by. Then you know why. If he starts uh, cursing in Spanish, then we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's how Diana knows. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you you usually start to. Yeah. Your accent gets sicker and you start to use more Spanish. Yes. God is uh, like, you're, hug- you're hugging people. You're hugging people. So, yeah, you're, you're that kind of drunk, huh? I'm, I'm like a happy drunk, yeah. Like, nice. There you go. That is funny. Uh, speaking of happy drunks, uh, New Year's Eve happened like three days ago. Um, it was a very low-key New Year's Eve here in the Cantu household. We had the finest Costco food court pizza. There you go. That Paradise Valley Costco can offer and nice. uh, sparkling apple juice in plastic champagne flutes. As um, one does on New Year's Eve, you know? I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? That's perfect. We we made the kids watch fireworks on YouTube of like <laughs> Australia and New Zealand, all those countries that already received 2023. Yeah. And then like, all right, off to bed, guys. All right, go to sleep. It's 830, so. <laughs> right. Not even. It was like 730 when we put yeah. the kids to bed. Yeah. And then Deanna and I were like, well, I guess it's time for our New Year's Eve ritual, which... Before I say what it is, do you and Carolina have a movie that you watch on a specific date? In the not, not a specific date. It's seasonal more than anything. Okay. Yeah. Which one? Um, let's see. The summer is something's got to give. Oh, really? That's kind of like our summer movie. And then fall, when fall hits, we got to watch You've Got Mail. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, because he talks about I love autumn in New York City, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't you just love New York City in the fall? That's the line. It's like a bouquet of sharpened pencils or whatever, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. God all knows it by heart. <clears throat> that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. So we that's on the rotation on a seasonal basis. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, Dean <clears throat> and I have a New Year's Eve movie. Mm. It is uh, when Harry met Sally, which no, there you Meg go, Ryan. Meg Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, basically because they're the an- the final scene of when Harry met Sally is New Year's Eve, um, so that's like a ritual. We watch when Harry met Sally. We are drinking French seventy fives, uh, delicious drink, but it three tops. Yeah, 
cannot have more than that. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you, we had to go to mass the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. We watched the ball drop on Times Square at uh, 10 p.m. Arizona time, and mm-hmm. then it was time for bed. That was it. <laughs> Long gone are the days when we received the new year away. Oh, tell me about it. We we Our neighbor had us over. Um, so a couple of families here in the neighborhood came over there and it's really good food. You know, a lot of food, typical Mexican family that really puts out and, and put, puts on a banquet and it was kind of like a potluck kind of thing. So, but they do, they do wait for, uh, midnight. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm such a lightweight now. I'm like, I'm cranky by 1030. I'm like, I know this. It's already going to be the thing. Can we just do it and everybody can go to sleep? <laughs> but it was good times. It was the kids were playing and. Um, Did they stay awake until. Midnight? Yeah, dude. Yeah. We gave ourselves a limit of one o'clock in the morning because same as you, we had to go to mass the following day. Yeah. And and sure enough, you know, at 1240, I'm like starting to gather up coats and kids and whatnot. And <laughs> You're like. All right, guys. Yeah, so I wanted well, to be like in bed. Well, you don't have to jingle bed. the bells because you, you're like next door. But Yeah, I wanted to be like in bed by 1 o'clock so we could at least get 8 or 9 hours of sleep. So, <laughs> And we did. That's good. We made it to Mass and it was, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it was a holy day of obligation that mm-hmm. fell on a Sunday, but still. Um, well, it, Merry Christmas. It's still Christmas. It's still, still going Christmas. strong. Yep. Hopefully you still have your tree and your decorations up. Totally. Um, we're getting ready for the Epiphany this week. I'm really looking forward to Rosca de Reyes mm-hmm. and all the good stuff. Chocolate Abuelita and everything. Oh, we had some it. today. Oh, nice. Chocolate Abuelita, we had some today. And we've Need been to go to Food City, man. <clears throat> we've been going down on that menudo too. I made a big old pot of menudo. Ooh, not a big oh. fan of menudo. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't invite you. <laughs> <laughs> We still have a birria that is uh, yeah, that's in, pending. That's pending, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we can talk about it. Yeah, I did. I did a food that's city good. run, so I have all the ingredients. So nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> but anyways, we took uh, we took last week off, and um, we wanted to do this episode last week, um, mainly because you know, end of year, uh, you, you you start to get introspective. Um, I I have this. A quote from Socrates that has been ingrained in what I have been thinking um, throughout the year, and and I think ever since we got into like the uh, the examined prayer, mm-hmm. uh, basically Socrates said that the unexamined life is not worth living. So, in that spirit, and the Ignatian spirit of the examine, I guess. Uh, in a way, because kind of doing like trying to, we're going to try to do a recap of um, 2022 with um, three questions looking back at the at the last year. And um, for you listening, maybe you did this, maybe you didn't. Um, if you didn't, you're more than welcome to to participate in this for your own personal. Um, uh, introspection or whatever you want to call it looking back your your year end review yeah We're i think it's always questions l- let me throw this one in there that it's always mm-hmm. about the upcoming year 
right? It's always about the resolutions. Yeah. But we want to give it a different take and, and see what, what, what transpired over the year, how, how did we do? And if you had any resolutions, you know, whatever you want to call them, uh, did you make good on them and such? So I think a so year maybe, review is good. If we have time at the end, maybe we can talk about looking forward to 2023. Sure. Um, all right. So let's dive into it. Um, three questions. The first one being, um, am I closer to God now than a year ago? If the answer is no, what obstacles are in the way? If the answer is yes, what contributed most to that? I guess this is a three-part question. Mm -hmm. Okay, so but first part of of, of the review. Um, and I get personally, um, I think I have grown closer to God this year. Um, I have definitely grappled with habitual sin, for better or worse. Um, I, I've won some battles. I've lost other battles, but. By the grace of God, there's been some progress. Um, so I, I think that going to the sacrament of reconciliation is definitely, well, and receiving the Holy Eucharist, obviously, um, is what has helped the most in, in having progress um, and having a holy hour, uh, a weekly holy hour is uh, like second place. Um, I haven't been really good at like scheduling, uh, spiritual direction. I think I've had like maybe six sessions with my spiritual director throughout mm -hmm. the year. Um, but I definitely worked out some things that the Lord revealed to me as wounds and like started working on that healing. I think this has been like the year of healing. I don't know about you. Yeah. Like, what, what would be like your, do you think you're closer to God now than a year ago? I think so. It's, it's a yes and a no question. You know, I think obviously being close to God is having, being in grace with him and having that relationship. And, and like anybody, you know, I, I, I falter and I, like you said, you fall back on some of those habitual sins and uh, <clears throat> lack of patience has been mine. And, and, you know, trying to be more joyful and being more cognizant of that, which I'm far from perfect on that, on that respect. Um, we have talked I'm, about nauseam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think the, the progress that I feel I've made, it's the being more cognizant, you know, just, just, and, and more present when it comes mm. to my faith Uh, particularly at mass, I've been better at not letting myself get distracted by handling five kids at mass. Well, three, you know, I don't handle my two oldest anymore, but, uh, yeah. and like you said, you know, so. holy hour is always, uh, it's always been and uh, a great reset and a weekly reset just to be more present there and just being more, um, open to listening instead of just talking all the time and asking for things and asking for the patience, mm -hmm. you know, it's just reflecting a lot more and trying to be more silent at heart. Um, but like anybody, you know, I've had my share of share of stumbles 
uh, along the year, but I think I want to, I want to think that I have grown closer to God, but it's, it's kind of like a two steps forward, one step back, two step forward, one step back yeah. um, kind of thing. No, I definitely get that. And sometimes it feels like that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's all mountaintops and valleys, I guess. Um, it's it's like the episode that we did with um, Father Paul Sullivan on uh, the Sermon of Spirits, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to have consolation and desolation. It's yeah. just a matter of like, keep on going. Humble in consolation and hopeful in desolation. Yeah. Yeah, and it's about just not getting discouraged. You know, that's what the evil one wants. Yeah. It gets in our ear, and that's that's the problem. We start paying more attention to those times of desolation instead of focusing on the good and, and the fact that God always loves us. And I think we forget that, and, and we find ourselves trying to carry it uh, on our own. And we, we shouldn't do that. We should just trust you know and be more open to god's grace when he wants to give it to us yeah easier <coughs> said than done definitely totally yeah i'm not I'm, <laughs> i need to fall in line when i say that thing so <laughs> don't we all yeah um all right i think that's a good one you know warming up mm-hmm. let's see um let's see the second question that i got here um would be how did i sense god speaking to me or working in my life this past year. Okay. So for me, my wife's voice is one of the many ways, one of the main ways, one of the many ways, one of the main ways, one of the main ways I know God is speaking to me um, because Deanna doesn't shy away from difficult conversations <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and she challenges <coughs> me to do better. She she's really good about that, and I love her because of that. Um, it it definitely bites my consciousness or my conscience, and it really makes me want to act. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like little things. We had a conversation yesterday where she's like you know it would really help me if when you're cleaning the kitchen you would just load the dishwasher because the the, the plates are already in the sink mm-hmm. and you're cleaning the kitchen just load the dishwasher i'm like yeah i could do that mm-hmm. yeah i mean it, it it bites my conscience because like at first like you know the voice of the enemy is like oh the, she's nagging you yeah but in reality, it's an opportunity to help my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's those little things of like the disposition. How yeah. do we take those things where there's going to be like something that annoys you and, and leads you <coughs> to to like the voice of the enemy that wants to like distance yourself from God versus selflessness and loving and spending yourself in service to your wife and children. Yeah. Um, so there's been some of that in, in daily life. Um, my children are another way that I have experienced God speaking to me through them. Um, 
I I've lost count of the times and uh, when Oliver, my oldest, um, he brings me to tears, man. I don't know. It's like the Holy Spirit, probably speaking through him, but like just having my kids telling me that they love me, and Oliver is getting to that age, which he's like, "Dad, I appreciate you being my daddy." Like. Mm. Thank you for taking care of us. Which I don't know if he understands all of uh, what it entails, but I, 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 he probably understands it in the way that his six-year-old brain can understand it. Sure. And when he says it back to me, it just like melts my heart. Um. Another clear example of that is Lucia, my three-year-old. Today. I kid you not, in a span of an hour, she was just like, Daddy. And I would be like, what? She's like, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. Daddy, what? I love you. I love you too. Daddy, what? I love you. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I get it. Thanks. I, I get it. I, I love you too. But can, can we just please watch whatever <laughs> we're watching? Um, and it's just like that... Um, it, it, this is, I know this sounds like a humble brag of like saying how much my kids love me, but we spend so much time together because I work at home, we homeschool that I think that is a very valuable thing that, um, my wife and I are building. But at the same time, I feel like there's like this feedback loop of me recognizing how that's how God loves us. Right. He, mm -hmm. he, God is kind of obsessed with us. <laughs> yeah. If I can say it that way, like he loves mm -hmm. recklessly and he probably wants to tell us that he loves us um, endlessly and repeatedly until we are like, okay, God, I get it. Like you're like, you think that I'm hot stuff. Um, so that is how I experience God speaking to me in my life what about you um man that's that's all really good i want to i want to say all of that yeah i'll take all of that now uh, <laughs> um i i guess yeah i mean we're both enveloped in family life uh up to the nose right we're very yeah uh, fortunate and blessed to have the the opportunity to just have our family together you know first and foremost it's it's such a blessing uh it comes with its challenges obviously as any young family goes through but yeah. definitely the blessings outweigh the challenges a lot a lot i sometimes lose sight of that though <clears throat> you know it's it was a challenging year for, for in different respects for 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 us um for things I can't really get into, but it, it, you know, life throws you certain curveballs and, and I, I feel like I've not had the best disposition at those opportunities where God is giving me that opportunity to grow closer to him, you know? So I think it's been, it's been a hit and miss for me. Um, But, Let's just say that you've been stretched quite a while, quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like Bilbo said, you know, like like butter spread over spread over too much bread. 
<laughs> uh, scraped over too much bread, something like that. Um, but with with that, you know, I think it's been God speaking to me also in my children, like you said, but in the way that they asked me is like, are you okay? And I was like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like my oldest, she would always come back up to me. And, and, and that tells me, you know, that it's, it, my face is not projecting the joy that my children need to see from me. Even in mm. difficult times, we, we need to be joyful. Um, and, and I say that to myself. Um, we always watch It's a Wonderful Life during the Christmas season. And it's that's a, your, sorry, that's your Christmas carol. Yeah, basically. So, yeah. Yeah, that's whatever Muppets movie you watch, that is the <laughs> that is the actual Christmas movie for us. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but it, it it really reminds me, you know, if if you've never watched the uh, It's a Wonderful Life, I won't spoil it for you, but you need to go watch that to be a full person. Time out. Yes, sir. The guy is trying to jump from a bridge, spoiler alert. Um, do you let the girls watch that? Yeah, I mean, obviously. Okay, you talk about like, oh yeah, concept of suicide and all that. Mm -hmm. And we only watched it. The first time I watched it was maybe f three years ago, so they were already okay. They were already aware of certain concepts, so okay. we would tell them, you know, in a in a way that it would be age appropriate. Got it. Okay. Um. S sorry. Proceed. But but that movie is always a good reminder to be like it could always it could it it can never be that bad, you know. Especially it could be when, worse. It can mm -hmm. always be worse. Especially when you just have everybody healthy and together, like I said. Uh, but but yeah, I think God asks me, "It's like, are you okay? How can you be better through through my kids saying that to me?" You know, and and. The homily for this Sunday really spoke to me as well. I kind of like dipping into this new year because it was already January 1st, but it, it told me, the father said that it, it, he recommended us to have an image of Christ on our phone, you know, because we're just on our phone all day. So every mm -hmm. time you pick up your phone, you would see the face of Jesus looking back at you mm. and looking at that, you know, looking at the eyes of Jesus, um, It's a reminder, it's a constant reminder of how much God loves us. And any time that you are feeling down or, or feeling like depressed or whatever, you would look at the face of Jesus and you would see yourself as Jesus sees you. And and maybe that would be a good practice for people to kind of like get over themselves and see yourself with that love and that mercy that Jesus sees us every day on a daily basis. So I was like, mm. oh my goodness, you know, I think... I don't want to be that that visual of negativity and 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 bitterness, you know, for for my kids. Another tradition that we have is that we pick a word. We don't pick a word. We have a word generator. Wait, wait, wait. Let's 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 do that at the very end. Okay, all right. I'll... Wait, are you are you going to talk about your word for 2022 or your word for 2023? 2023. Let's let's do that at the end because okay. I also picked the word. Okay, okay, got it. Okay, so you guys okay. do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and so I think that's one of the ways. The other way that really got really spoke to me, and this was very recent, maybe a, a month ago. Um, and I told you about this. I've been reading this book in adoration 
which I was only reading it at an adoration. Mm-hmm. And, and the last week that I finished it, it was one of the clearest ways that I've heard God speak to me, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think through, through spending time in adoration and reading a book about how to go grow closer to Jesus in the Eucharist, you know, I think it really, it really paid off for me in terms of, in, in a way I wasn't really expecting it because the book delivers, at least for me, delivered on the promise. The book is called That I May See. Uh, and I recommend everybody uh, check that out because it's it's very profound and it's very, uh, and it's it's a very easy read too. It, it, it allows you to, Basically, it it shows you how Bartimaeus, you know, the blind beggar, mm-hmm. the whole book is built around that gospel reading. And it's it's amazing how deep that goes and all the different angles that the author, which his name is escaping me right now. Um, Father Barry Brom. Barry Brom, yes. Father Barry, Barry Brom. Brom. Uh, all the different angles that he takes to 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 zero in on why we need to to grow closer to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, um, and and again, one of those ways is is if God speaking to me was so clear that day that I came home crying, telling the family about it. You know, it was really profound. It. It was really profound. So I'm super grateful for that grace that I received towards the That's end of amazing. the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you did send me a text saying, like, you need to read this book. It was that so night. It, it, it was on my list. Um, mm-hmm. He is a priest with the missionaries of the Sacred Heart that I didn't know that uh, Mother Cabrini started in 80, 1880. Hmm. Um, so now I'm like even more, my interest has been more peaked, I guess I should yeah. say Ms. E, MSC, maybe, maybe I got it wrong. If, if, anyways, regardless of that, that I may see, like a, that I may see yeah. Father Barry Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, that's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those books that I'm going to read like every year. Or yeah. every, twice a year, or something like that. I don't know where I what I read something that like the importance of rereading. Like there are certain books that um, everyone should read um, continuously because it's like the Bible, right? When mm-hmm. you when you read it and then you you're in a different state of life, it's always going to have like this um, different meaning depending on the, on where you are in exactly. your walk of life. Um, all right, let's uh shall we move on to the third one and last mm-hmm. one. Okay, so what is my next step uh what is my next step of discipleship in the next year? Um so and and I guess, you know, being being a disciple, being a a disciple of Jesus Christ. Have you read uh, Making Intentional Disciples? Not the whole way through. We started it, but we never finished it. I guess same bits and pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. But but the point is like getting involved with your with your parish and um, with your community. So the Anna and I are meeting with our first marriage prep couple, 
Nice. So that's going to be interesting. Um, starting to serve in that ministry. Um, because you know, we've only been married for eight years. So that, that's not nothing, but still we, we really need to get going on that. But it, because it is the first couple that we're going to like be guiding through like the inventory of mm -hmm. questions, um, <clears throat> kind of like focus, but different flavor. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward on 2023 to do with Deanna. And, um, uh, I am also helping in St. John of Mark with the, the Porters of St. Joseph, which is a diocesan, um, ministry to do security in all of the masses that happen in our parish. Mm -hmm. Um, just because of the rate of incidents that have been happening around the country. Um, it seems like a way to, to step up and uh, be a presence to the community. Like I'm starting, I started to serve in the Spanish mass um, this last weekend, for example, that you know how we have like the entrance to the perpetual adoration chapel but yes. it, it doesn't have an entrance to the main church because mm -hmm. it is closed. It's just like, it, it was raining and it was like pouring, like one of the five days of the year that it rains in Phoenix. And it was a Sunday at 12.30. So just like telling people like, you need to go around and through the other doors. I think that it was like saving people the heartache of going inside Yeah. Not being able to get to the main church and then having to go outside and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, some of the things that you don't think about because you are inside listening to mass, but there's been things reported that have happened that if someone is not paying attention and looking at what's happening in, like on the parking lot and, and things like that, you wouldn't even know that they happen. Yeah. So just another great ministry that is happening in the diocese of Phoenix that um, I'm more than happy to, to be a part of and growing in, in service of that. Um, so those two things are the, the ones that I'm like committing on top of being an adorer. Um, mm -hmm. So hopefully, like you said, like Bilbo said, I don't, become butter spread too thin on a piece of toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but what, what, what is the next step of discipleship for you next year? Um, <clears throat> so for this year, I think that book actually gave me that because as much as I've uh, learned, you know, with, with doing the podcast and, and all these different topics that we talk, all these amazing talented smart people that we had the privilege to talk to over the over the year yeah. um it, it still leaves me wanting to learn more you know and part of that book the ending of that book is is that you can't evangelize you know you can't go out spreading god's word if you're not um if you don't know god's word so i think i want to make sure that i i i'm evangelized better You know, so I'm I'm more prepared personally for my family and and to just bring 
God to as many people as possible in this coming year. So I think that's going to be for me the the next part because I was also grappling with that. You know, I'm like, <clears throat> I don't I don't know if I'm living up to my full potential. I don't know if I'm using my God given talents uh, enough. You know, for for the mission of God and for the mission of the church. So that's I think what I'm going to try to focus on to to really be intentional about learning about. Uh, having more um, instances where I can absorb God in mm -hmm. very different ways, whether it be through videos, through books, through movies, through anything, through conversations with people like you, you know, all of it. I yeah. think I want to, I want to get more uh, engulfed in, in knowledge this year. That's what I'm shooting for. Nice. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So hopefully those three questions helped you to analyze your 2022. And um, Gustavo mentioned about the um, the word of the year. And um, did you use the word of the year dot me website to do the? I think so. Gato did it. So oh, the the Jen Fallweiler website. Yes, yes, that's it. Okay, mm -hmm. so go to wordoftheyear.me and then click on show me my word. And uh, do you do it in lieu of resolutions? No, we don't really do resolutions. Well, okay, so you do it instead of in um, well the resolutions is, resolutions. Well, no, resolutions is just I don't I don't think we share them with each other. It's just like whatever personal thing you want to work on during the right, year. Right, right, right. Uh, but the word is kind of like what guides us. That's the one that we okay. do as a family. Uh -huh. You do as a family, you do the personal one? The personal one, but as a family. I mean, we share it. Oh, got it, got it. With got each it. other. Uh -huh. Okay, so do you want to share your, your word for 2023? Yeah, so as I was speaking to uh, previously, you know, that I'm struggling to be more joyful and... and And to show my gifts, my If kids, got God's face, joy. you know. Yeah. No, I got bliss, which is oh, step similar. it up. No, it's 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 worse <laughs> or better <laughs> if you if, if you are the opposite end. Uh, so yeah, bliss was my word. Nice. I got exhale. Oh, there you go. That's interesting. Did you do the the saints name generator to have mm -hmm. like a a patron saint? For the year? Yeah, we do that on on uh, All Saints. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I I did it at the uh, the end of 2022 mm. to have like a saint to accompany me all to 2023. Who did mm -hmm. you get on All Saints? Uh, saint Jay de Chantal. No, I never heard of him. Yeah. So I've been getting the past four years that I've gotten them. I've gotten completely unknown saints to me, which is cool. Last year, I got Blessed Sarah Sakahasi, which her story is pretty unbelievable as well as I got to know her. Um, but yeah, uh, Saint Jay de Chantal was my saint. Nice. I got uh, Saint Mary Magdalene for oh, this year. Nice. I know. It's a pretty cool one. And actually, I just got this book, um, Saint Mary Magdalene, Prophetess of Eucharistic Love. Perfect. My father, Sean Davidson. Um, 
I was able to meet Father Sean in 2013, and um, I don't remember the name of the order that he's part of. It is based in France, and they are their charism is spreading Eucharistic adoration throughout the world. Um, and he had a relic of St. Mary Magdalene, and he prayed with it over me. And I totally forgot about this until mm. I got this saint on the random saint's name generator. If you go to saintsnamegenerator.com, also by Jennifer Fallweiler, um, you can click on find a saint for me, and it gives you like a random one. Um, but I'm really looking forward to spend a year with St. Mary Magdalene. I did my first holy hour of 2023. Um today that we are recording um and uh it's just amazing the the tradition that we have on saint mary magdalene apparently when the first persecution of um christians in jerusalem happened instead of killing people they were mm -hmm. um how do you say that in english banishing them banishing mm -hmm. um So because the main port or the biggest port in the world in those times were, was Marseille in the southeast of France, that's where Lazarus, Martha, Mary Magdalene, Salome, and some others um, that are mentioned in the Bible were ended up being exiled. Exiled mm. is the word that I was looking for. Um And there is like a huge Dominican um, monastery in the place where St. Mary Magdalene is buried. There's like a sarcophagus with her remains. And it's one of those things that I was talking to the end. I was like, you never think about where did these people that you're in the Bible ended for, by the grace of God, they ended up in mm -hmm. France and and France being like, one of these countries that well now is not necessarily culturally catholic like many countries that used to be culturally catholic but you know there's like a, this very re rich uh history of rich roots uh, of catholicism in those countries mm -hmm. um because of these people so anyways all this to say i'm very excited to nice. get um to get to know her, to, to, to be friends with St. Mary Magdalene this year. Sweet. Um, all right. Last comments. No, it's really exciting. You know, I mean, we're very blessed to have made it to another year and uh, yeah. very, very fortunate, you know, to just be surrounded by great people, um, family, friends, and all of you listening, you know, thank you so much for all the prayers. Um, and, and we invite you to just spend time with these three questions and, and see how they can um, position you in a, in a better light for the upcoming year. You know, it's always a, a, good, a good time to start anew and, and get a fresh start. Um, so hopefully this was insightful for everyone. Amen to that. And um, with that... We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Barbatos Catholic Podcast, a show where two Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. If you liked the episode, please share it with your friends and family, like, subscribe, hit the bell, 
all that fun stuff that uh, you do on uh, social media. R rates and reviews are also uh, appreciated. Um, if you want to know more about the podcast, you can go to direct.me forward slash Barbatus. And if you want to buy us a coffee, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Barbatus. We really like coffee. Um, all this to say that um, we'll see you next week. Still. Um, well, no, next week it's already... We're done with Christmas. So we cannot tell you that it's still going to be a Merry Christmas. But um, we will see you next week. Mm -hmm. And um, until the next time, we want to say, Bless Salonis Casey. Pray for, Pray us. for us. Bye.